them come. This is their fate. Alright, alright. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Got a few topics for you all today. We're going to be talking about some stuff. We're going to cover a lot of stuff. But we always, before we get started and jump into these topics, I know the biggest thing is probably going to be Apex, but before we get into the topics, just wanted to, as normal, Josh, Jalen, how you guys doing? Update the people on what you've been at, where you have currently, how's life going? Um, I'm doing good. In the, in the process of moving, so um, this weekend just doing a lot of packing and everything, and uh, hopefully the next time we be on the podcast, we'll be in our new place. Um, yeah. Otherwise, just um, I I haven't I guess played any big titles or any games recently, other than just like hopping on just different online games, like twenty minutes here and there to feel like. Get some uh, few game sessions in here. Yeah, get some game sessions in. I got to play multiverses the other day a little bit with Jalen. Um, but yeah, uh that's that's pretty much with me. Just life. <laughs> Putting in that work, getting that stuff packed. Oh yeah. I hate that. I hate it uh packing Yeah, stuff. I hate moving. <laughs> yeah. Gotta do it. Yes, sir, yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> it is. Jalen just finished your big move too. Yeah, it's um, it's a interesting one. But how you been, Jalen? What you been up to? Anything special? Any games playing? I to finish Watch Dogs. <laughs> Man, I've been finished Watch Dogs. Well, to be honest with you, I ain't. I got to like the last mission, and then I uh, I think I just watched a little walkthrough or something, or uh, played through it. I was like, I ain't. I'm like, I don't really care about beating it that much. I was kind of getting disinterested. But yeah. I was, I was like, I at least finished most of it, and then just see like the last little bit. So, and then I figure out the end is gonna be. It wasn't nothing super exciting, but, um, but I mean, other than that, uh, he did a whole lot. Um, I MC that at a wedding for the first time yesterday. Um, that was different. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, people said I did a good job. And natural and stuff like that but i was just like i mean i guess bro but that junk was nerve-wracking dog i'm like i don't like using <laughs> microphones like it's just be weird hearing yourself talk like you doing so um but i feel a little bit more confident doing it so but other than that um i mean just trying to maintain a daily struggle so um work out eat not fall asleep point again uh, stuff like that <laughs> but yeah Battling them sleepy souls. No, I get it. The sleepy souls is uh very hectic. That's like that's like final boss material, especially when when it, when it's like you 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 just finished doing a lot. It, it's, that's definitely up there as one of those things that just it's gonna happen. G, yeah, it's 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 natural, I guess, at this point, especially when you kind of rip and run a lot and you don't take time to sit down for a little bit, and then when you do sit down. If you get on a game, that game might put you to sleep. That's why y'all always talk nah. about sleepy lands. <clears throat> nah, I'm trying to tell you. Straight to sleep. No, nah, only Borderlands did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> that might put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly not. 
which one of y'all somebody fell asleep don't 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 even i think it was josh that fell asleep you. on something you be falling no, asleep no 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 you fell asleep on something we was playing together and i was like did josh go to sleep and that was like the first time i ever seen you go to sleep but i know we was playing destiny so <laughs> that's what oh, we was well, playing yeah 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 borderlands yeah. and <laughs> destiny they the same category what yeah, about uh, uh, dragon age inquisition <laughs> That's one of them. I, I, mean, I was drowsy, but I was. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to level up. Jalen just fighting the same enemies. Oh my god! I had both goals and reading signs. We could definitely go down a list of some sleepy games for sure. For sure. Uh, I remember when I was playing. What was I playing? I was making me super freaking tired, and I was just like, "Bro, I cannot play this game." Every time I turn on, I get sleepy. It was. Um, <laughs> I don't remember now, but it was it was definitely like a like a popular game too, and I was like I don't see how this game is popular because I just keep going to sleep on it and I never play it. I think it was Guardians. If I wasn't, yeah, I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, it's funny, but it's not capturing me because the gameplay is just boring. So I just kept falling asleep, and that was like game of the year or game best narrative. And I was just like, I don't know how that's won, bro. I'm sleepy, so I stopped playing it. <laughs> So yeah, it was definitely that game. I remember it now. Yeah, it was it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, even though it looked like it felt like a solid game, I just when I played it, I was either in the mood to go to sleep or I got rocked. <laughs> got rocked to sleep. <laughs> it was one of those. Uh, but yeah. Anywho, anything. Nothing's new with me either. I've just been chilling, uh, playing the games, trying to uh, get. Really familiar with a lot of these apex change is something we're going to talk about today. It's a lot. So I'm, I'm just playing a lot of apex, um, playing some multiverses, trying to get familiar with my steam deck and, um, or get a little bit more familiar with like what to, what to play on it and stuff like that. Just trying to use it more than I have been over the last two or three weeks. Cause I, um, slowed down on playing with it, but, um, yeah. Anyway, we got some uh, games like that that you can definitely play on the Steam Deck that might be beneficial to you guys that we're going to talk about today as well. But without further ado, let's just go ahead and uh, get right into it. Uh, where y'all want to start? I know I sent something over, uh, a few things over. Anything y'all want to start with? Anything interest, peach your interest? You know, we got to talk about them ladies um, calling us addic- uh, addicts about gaming. Uh, so it was plenty of other stuff, but I guess where would y'all prefer to start? Yeah, yeah, Jalen, did you do your homework? Did you, you do your homework, Jalen? Did you? Did you? Did you? <laughs> Man, I ain't even give me that much time to do it, but I did run some Apex matches, though. No, you ran some uh, Apex matches? Yeah, man. Ready for that Apex pop quiz. <laughs> get ready for that pop quiz, pop quiz. Needs to get degrees. Oh my god! This 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 should be an easy one. Watch this. What animal does Vantage have? <laughs> man, she used echosonography, man. Man, what type of animal is it? It's like I say. Man, the ones with the the flying rats. <laughs> <laughs> Rhymes with rat. All right, okay, fine. Echo ain't that bad. She all right. 
uh, or he, I don't know if it's a he or she, to be honest, it's a bat, so, but, uh, but yeah, okay, I guess we can start with, um, let's start with Apex then, I know there's a lot that happened, a lot that's been changed, um, the game is very different right now, I'm not gonna hold you, it's a very different game, in my opinion, feels a lot different, um, so, yeah, uh, I guess I don't want to open it, but one of the biggest things for me that kind of caused me to kind of take a look, take a back was the ring. The ring itself has gotten shorter. You can't be looting in the side areas anymore like that. And um, it's stronger. So it, one of two things is happening. One, it, it feels as if you don't have enough time to loot and get to another engagement or two. It's you just have to be smarter about where you land. I think it's the latter. I think you just have to be smarter about where you land. Um, I don't think it's that punishing, but people literally have died to the ring more often. My teammates, like I'm literally telling them, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. And just pointing, you know, just hitting the marker to say, let's go this way. Let's go this way. They're still looting and they end up dying. I'm not going back for you, bro. Like. I'm not going to try to fight the ring because you didn't listen to me when I said we have to leave now because we're on storm point and it takes 10 minutes of running this way just to get out the ring. And if you don't have like a, you know, a, a vehicle or whatever, it's going to be hard for me to keep you alive. So I have really literally lost games due to dying to the ring um like two or three times it's not been like egregious but it's like a lesson learned like okay i know not to be playing around in the ring anymore it's not like it used to be where you can survive um we were always very ring conscious when we played but that's one of the big things that i stood out to me as i was playing it i was like this kind of changes a lot about the game because you just have to be more strategic on where you go but it also speeds up games like literally none of my games lasted more than 15 minutes which is great especially when you're on storm playing um but yeah that was one of the bigger ones for me what did y'all what y'all see um or play and that y'all felt like was changed a lot man floor is yours floor is all yours i ain't gonna lie i was kind of mad they took away the barrel stay boy about the smgs man you don't like the laser sight Man, I always ain't down the site, so I mean, I probably ain't gave it that much of a chance, but I, I just wanted my, I like stabilization, man. I want my gun to shoot straight, but I don't know. I agree, agreed. That's, oh, that's agreeable. I, I agree with that. Um, I like the fact that laser sights are very good. Um, I've always been one of those duck and move type of players. Um, that I know, Jalen, you got a. You don't really like them. You got to disdain for them a little bit, but that's the way of the game at this point where you just duck and move, duck and move, keep ducking and jumping down and up and down, up and down, you know, left, right, left, right. It was kind of the 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 way of the game at this point. Um, but it's just easier to hit people, especially with the Prowler. Um, that's one I would recommend if you kind of are like, I don't really like SMGs no more. I mean, you can always pick up the um, flatline or the 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 new and improved uh, vault, but any of those, like the vault, still shoots straight without regardless of what it, it don't take a laser sight because it 
it's I don't believe it take a laser sight. No, it doesn't. Um, the laser sight for the so that so that might be your go to now. You know, just playing with the um, actual volt. But the, you know, that thing shoots straight and it's crazy and it's on the floor now again. So that might be your go to. Um, but that's a suggestion. What's what's some of the things you saw, um, Josh? Um, so I haven't seen all the weapon changes, but I was playing with, uh, what's her name? Vantage? Um, Vantage, yeah. A bit. Yeah, and I was surprised how, I, so I like her kit so far, but I haven't gotten used to, I guess, how I, to fully understand the play style. So like, yeah. uh, the echo, the bat, you can, um, point them in any direction up to like 50 meters away. And I was trying to figure out, like, what's the limits to that? So every time, you know, I'll put him up in the air, jump down. And technically, it seems like you can get him a little further than 50 meters because he flies slowly. So you can, like, jump towards him while he's following you and get a little bit of extra distance, um, mm -hmm. it seems like. Um, but, yeah, I guess my thing with her is she has a really good jump. Like, it's really quick. Yeah. Um, it's, it goes very far. Pretty much you can go in any direction that you want. Um, but Apex doesn't have any, like, real aerial combat, you know, shooting in the air. So, yeah. like, because uh, they don't want you, like, jumping off a cliff and shooting while you're jumping. Or it, it makes it very difficult, like, you uh, ADS and bullet um, trajectories spread, have yeah. changed. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, I don't know. I have to get used to it. She's really good for re repositioning. I guess I kind of wish maybe she had some sort of passive kind of like Horizon where jumping and shooting at the same time is a little more if advantageous. But so far, she's really good at repositioning. The sniping stuff, um, I I guess I don't actually fully understand it because I know that they mentioned something about bullet trajectory that you can see. Yeah. But so far, I haven't been able to figure out what is the actual indicator for the trajectory like i know yeah. it says like you aim at them it shows their name their how much health they got how far they are but i didn't i don't know i haven't seen anything else yeah it's that it's a little red dot right in the middle of your screen that, that, that her sentinel like her actual device it barely it doesn't have bullet drop off so it's always going to be in the middle but if you pick up like a longbow or a sentinel you're going to mm, okay. actually see where it tells you, hey, you're they, they're, they're this meters, this this amount of meters away. So that dot's going to move to it. And this is where your shot's going to land. So mm -hmm. if you want to hit them in the head, you put that dot on their body. So that is essentially what that um, that passive is, is that she has the ability to not only tell how many people are on the team, um, what type of shields they have. But not not what type of people, how many are in the party, what shields they have, and um, once she shoots someone, she weakens them, and I think you get like a fifteen percent buff for the team. Um, but the next time she shoots someone, so it starts with fifty, then it goes to hundred. So then you know, hundred and fifty is basically someone with white shields on the ground. Um, she obviously has to take some time to um, get her shots together, but. Um, I really like her sniper. Um, I think it's really cool. You don't have to upgrade it. You, you, like she already has the 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 the, the scope on it. 
uh, so that you don't have to worry about going around picking up stuff and trying to figure out, okay, I need to get this certain three times or, you know, to kind of take advantage of all of her kit. Um, she's just always going to have it on her. So just, you know, prioritizing ultimate accelerants and then just running an SMG and a um, assault rifle would probably be my kit for her. Um, and it's just, you know, taking advantage of her repositioning skill. She's really good at repositioning. So, yeah, um, I agree with a lot of that stuff. I'm just going to, you know, play devil advocate so we can argue. Um, what is a current, what is, what is something that they needed that you wish they kind of added? I know for me, and I'm just trying to create a uh, conversation is like, some of the stuff that you guys wish they would have added in season 14, or I know you, as Jalen's kind of stated, there were some things that he added that, um, that, that was that kind of wish they didn't take away or put into the game, or maybe something that you kind of wish was currently in the game now in this state or something they went overboard with. Do you feel like, do you guys feel like vantage went overboard? Do you think that, um, the buff for, any of the other characters, maybe Mad Maggie or um, uh, I know Newcastle got a really big buff. Do you think those buffs went overboard? Just trying to play devil's advocate. I know my opinion. I just want to hear what y'all guys think about any other changes on the characters. Uh, I ain't going to lie. There's somebody coming from that play Lifeline. I ain't like the fact that they took away ability from a character and just gave it to another character. I mean, obviously they did a little bit more. You can move with a shield and um, he can think he can move, he can move the person around and stuff too, but any move a little faster, but, um, I just feel like they just recycled an ability and improved it for like a later character or whatever. So I feel like that is a little lazy, but, um, I mean, it fits Newcastle more than it. Well, I, never mind. I ain't gonna say that. Um, but yeah, I just, like I said, they took away something and put it on somebody else and called it new, and it just wasn't. It wasn't well received by me. So you feel a yeah. little taken advantage of. Okay, okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, I understand. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I I agree with like the other buffs and things like that. I don't actually mind, but when they actually change the character kits, um, I I, I can say at this point I don't like it. So their earlier changes with Lifeline and people, you know, not everybody had the same number of like skills and more people have passives and stuff like that. But then they rebalance it so everybody's on a more even playing field. But since then, they just keep subtracting abilities from Lifeline. And I think it's kind of um, it really sucks at that point because I think that she's obviously the best was the best healer. Uh, uh, in the game and instead of adding healers that are as good they just keep taking away from her to like bring up the others to fit newcastle is already very good but like you didn't have to like really remove anything from lifeline uh but they they're trying to change i guess the the flow of the game but just from my experience of games like overwatch whenever they start doing stuff like that um it's either going to be good or it's just going to be bad. And right now, you know, it's, it might be too early to tell, but I feel like it's going to feel like a negative for Lifeline. Like uh, the last 
well, one of the last changes she had when they removed her shield, like at first it seemed like a really bad thing, but it also gave you a benefit of, you know, now you can res and move around and you can um, res more than one person and stuff. So it was also an additional benefit. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean... it's, it's hard to say. I, I feel like... Um... Newcastle has a different style of play. He's more defensive. Lifeline is meant to be a healer, but at the same time, they don't incorporate much to make her beneficial. Like, Newcastle, his kit on his own seems to dominate now because of the ability to, you know, pounce on a downed enemy put up a big freaking wall and then you can take that enemy and move him out of danger and turn at the speed and radius that is unbelievable where people have to really fight to even kill you and the guy you're picking up. Imagine having, you know, and then you got the knockdown shield because that is meant for him. Now they essentially gave him the special knockdown shield to be able to revive people faster, but at the same time, Lifeline can still use it. But it's more beneficial for Newcastle because not only does he block things, he pull you away, he gets you to safety, and he allows you to like reposition you. He can reposition you to a good, better spot. Like if you go down in a bad spot, he can reposition you to a better spot, and he can also put up walls to make you make it a lot more safer for you to get to, to stand up. Um, where lifeline is just wherever you are, that's where you are. You get up, you get up. If you don't, you don't. And that's, that's the end of it. So I get what, what's, ha what y'all, what you guys are saying. Newcastle overall is probably just a better character now when it comes to reviving. Um, he's not a better character to me when it comes to heals, to survival. Um, he's better at survival. Um, but she just has... I don't know. She has a very bad. She's in a very bad spot now to compare to the others that are defensive or or have the ability to revive because he's a defensive revive character. She's a revive slash. She don't got revive. nothing in her kit. Like they, yeah. they 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 took everything out of her kit. Basically, like she had, she can pick up multiple people. That's cool. But I mean, like in practicality. She still slow down when you pick up people. It's still like hard is like in lag on whatever. When, whenever you do that, she have a bunch of in lag and she slows down, or you can't do nothing after you pick some idea. It'd be different if they just added something to her kit to you know what I'm saying increase the viability. I mean, she don't got no mobility. If you out in the open or something like that, I mean, you could you ain't got no offensive tech techniques or mobility or anything like that that could maybe push the enemy away or something like there's not really any of that so like you ain't even got like a grenade or something like that i mean literally the only thing in a lifeline is she got her med kit or she got a little drone or whatever she can pick up more than two she can pick up more than one person at a time i mean if you play in duos that's completely irrelevant um and then what what else did they uh didn't they do something with the med kits with her? Like she could hold more, or they like they they more effective when she uses them? What what they do? Did they well, do something like that. I'm thinking that before or older, but not no more. She's more so. The, you're talking about the update to the um, backpack where you now can hold more med kits and more phoenix kits. But that's no, nah, it wasn't that. It was uh, like, 
if you're talking about I'm, I might was be thinking of a different re- revive and if she was if you're talking about using her shield cells and her med kits uh faster and more efficiently that was her at the beginning of the season at the be- like season 0 but that's not her anymore okay so took maybe that away. maybe that's what that was yeah so they took they don't but they don't got small stature no more what they what they do it's harder to hit right they don't got that yeah, no more right they don't have that no more either no they don't they didn't they have that's something where she took more damage too though like the small people take more damage or am i thinking of not more um, damage they were harder to hit um might be thinking of gibraltar and uh yeah gibraltar cost they took more damage they took a little bit more damage that's that was it but the smaller people they didn't yeah. have like a deep they didn't have a debuff on their health they just had they just had like ability to be smaller they, they were smaller because they were like small characters Skinny. i forget i forget what, i forget what yeah. the exact term of was, but um yeah yeah uh, so i mean like if you're just taking all that like comparing abilities and all that type of stuff lifeline don't really had that much benefit to the team i mean her healing and stuff is good like they increase the speed the speed of her healing like that's straight and i mean and i'm not saying this from a standpoint where i'm like mad that they nerf lifeline and stuff like i play with a different character um i just don't you know, Lifeline was always cool with me and stuff because I don't like carrying med kits and stuff like that. But um, it's just when you compare it to other characters and seeing what everybody do and how they can affect the type of the, the way the game is played and stuff like that, it adds less viability to Lifeline. I mean, she's not really doing anything. Like, she's a support character, but she got to put her drone next to people. It'd be different if she could place her drone next to people, like relocate it or move it or do something like that. But she literally got to run up Remember, she ain't got no mobility and stuff. Put that mug next to you and then go do whatever she got to do. And then she can't get across. Like, it's just not a lot of things to her kit. Like, she's really like, hey, I'm going to shoot you. And that's really all I can do to you. I can't finesse. I can't run no circles around you. I can't. There's not anything that I could do. Like, I ain't even got a shield to heal my people and stuff. I could put people as like a diversion or something like that. But, I mean, you got people doing what she can do best, better than her at this point. So. Um, it's just a little different, so. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. Like, um, there's a lot of opinions running around about how Vantage is uh, overpowered. I don't agree with that. Um, they're talking about Newcastle just getting too much love. You know, even Mirage was able to now. He's like a a direct counter for Seer. He's still getting upgrades, and um, you know, Lifelines is just at the, at the tail end of this. She's basically the the black sheep of the group, like for real, for real. She don't really got much. Um, Bangalore always had a good kit, and they're not gonna change her regardless of what they do. So she's always been valuable in a lot of different situations. So they're not gonna do nothing. But really, the one that I feel like has been impacted the most to the point where they're not used often is Lifeline and Self Revive. You know, the ability to revive from away from a character is viable, especially when you can reposition and you can guard the res. Um, but that's also what Newcastle can do, and he can do it more effectively. And then once he's back up, both of you are up, he can even impact the game flow even more because he all he has to do is re-grab you, reposition, put you into a space where they can't get to you. Um, and it's kind of like, yeah, this guy is pretty good and he ha- he has the ability to even throw a shield out before he even starts to do his thing so it's just a lot that he can you know change the flow of the match easily 
Um, so can he reposition too? Like he can jump and place his shield and stuff like that. Yeah, so he, he got can some jump mobility on top of a building with his shield and put it on top of that and and like really uh, take 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 charge of a space. So if he's like on the ground somewhere and he's on, he wants to get on top of a building. He's technically he has a mobility move and within his shield, uh, obviously his shield wall he has to use his ultimate, but he can do that. He can get off the ground and move up there without it, having to, you know, just some it. capacity. He got mobility versus lifeline. You have to go run all the way over there, mm-hmm. hit him, revive him. Most people not when they get down and stuff like that. Apex, you can down people far away, but. How much health people got in that game, realistically, most people get down fairly close where they can close in on you pretty easily. Lifeline don't got mobility, so she's not going to close in at a faster rate than the opponent. And then you still got to go hit the revive and you got the end lag. I, I literally was playing today and I was trying to pick somebody up and got killed when I was doing the end lag at a revive. Like, and then you got to have you have to get away from it. So it's not like you can position like. Right, I'm gonna tap you real quick and move around and go reposition. It's not a, it's not a whole lot of time to really practically go do that and guard the relay. Yeah, what well, I wonder, especially if, like in a duos, like what you, you definitely not doing that in a duos. Like that's good. I wonder if it'd be a viable change to have her have the ability to, um, continuously heal someone as they are getting revived, so that even if you're trying to thirst them and shoot them she has they have protection based off of her med medical device not only reviving but also pumping in health so that way when they get up they could potentially still have a fighting chance to either get a shot off or something before they just fall to the ground so it's it's like maybe she resets their health to 100 percent or whatever not her not their shields but their health and that and that she they have a vulnerability and vulnerability as they're being revived by lifeline alone because i mean i mean i don't know how drastic that would change the meta like at all because really people thirst you because they want to they want to confirm that kill they want to have to deal with you but at the same time you're still out in the opens and you have to now figure out whether or not you need to reload it's not going to reload your weapons for you you either got to turn your weapons you know change something else but it gives you that little bit of space to try to maybe potentially make an escape or stop people from just standing over you and shooting you down right before you can even get up. Um, I mean, that might be a change that could cause her to be a little bit more viable. You not have a lot less, less protection or providing protection for them because you know, they're going to be straight at least for this period of time. Um, Why you try to reposition and get a better angle to try to, keep them down because you're still going to have to get to that person again if they knock them um versus you know newcastle once he gets to you he has the ability to protect himself and reposition you so i mean i'm just thinking out loud but i'm that might be something that's helpful like small but helpful at the same time but man point is they probably had newcastle in plan they was like hey man we need to take lifeline shield away because we might get at somebody else bro so like not yeah. just playing, but realistic. I mean, I'm not saying that I ain't going to be like a, a skeptic or anything or pessimistic to say that's what it is. Um, I just honestly feel like, you know, these these developers, they put time in and creating these characters, whether they're good or bad and stuff like that. And when these characters come out and you still got cats playing with people like Lifeline or Bangalore, you're like, hey, man, like, I, I play with my new character, dog. Like, 
what y'all what y'all want us to do? Like, all right, bet we're gonna do this. Like, play with this dude. Like, we made him. Play with him, please. Please, please, so, please. One, yeah. one piece. Like, if, please be excited. Play with our she character. She had an heirloom to. They had probably buffer if she had an heirloom to sell, but she already got. They already sold it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's it, bro. You saw what they did to Valk, right? You see, you see what happened to a lot of security guard. Like for real, they they like. They threw her throttle, like everything. Like they took her her consumption down. Like she consumes more fuel. She, her takeoff is trash, and um, they also is it the speed at which it go up or the time? It yeah, take to the take speed off? it takes to, to to go off and take off. So like when she's like uh, readying up to like push away, the velocity of it is shorter, so she can't go far any, as far as she used to be able to to reposition. And it's slower. Uh, her flight to, time is slower in flight. Like, like where she flying. actually. I know flying. they took away her peak. Yeah, her peak. You know where she peaks at to like like say for instance at the, at the top of the jump tower is shorter, so she can't like yeah. make it over a certain mountains anymore like she used to. Um, and then they also, uh, they they also shrunk her her missile launch <laughs> after they sold that heirloom though. But they did all of that this this um with the update. So she's not as deadly as she used to be. Um and she also has um her airtime is a little bit slower. So she doesn't have like as much velocity as she used to when she was just using her regular jetpack. So she t- takes more fuel, slower, slower to take off on her um ultimate, and her tactical is uh, has been um, nerfed too, so yeah. She's getting too much love, man. People, she was she's a she's a good character. Love, I mean, yeah. she was a she was a viable character on the team, bro. Like you couldn't you couldn't deny that. So yeah. Um, anything from you, Josh? That that you felt well, maybe, um, I, I guess uh, unpopular opinion or anything that you um wanted to talk about when it comes to this Apex update. No, I mean, my. I think my opinion on this game is always unpopular. Uh, before I even started playing, I was like, all right, what's what's new that I got to look out for? And it's like a new character and like some changes on the map. I feel like the game, I want to see like more limited time modes. I'm kind of tired. Like I looked at the battle pass and I think the battle pass is like not good. I think not. a lot of the items just one are not appealing to me but i'm also tired of just like uh wraith reskins or recolors <laughs> if you don't put another wraith one in there yeah. and make it look unique you know yes sir yeah. yes sir um so i i haven't bought the battle pass probably in a couple seasons um and i'm probably not going to get this one even though the what's is a triple take gun at the end it looks nice but i actually have a lot of triple take skins that I don't already use, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do more at the beginning of the new seasons because they're really in a, a pattern that um kind of old to me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I I can agree with the battle pass being awful. I can agree with them wanting to, wanting more for them. Um. I think they do enough when it comes to making the game feel fresh, especially if you're someone that plays with all characters. Um, I feel like 
I have enough, not content, but new stuff to chew on that makes me want to try more than just one. Like I've been playing with Fusey because I just find him a little bit more enjoyable to play against teams that are sitting back right now um, and not really pushing. Um, I've been playing with him and then I've, and then if I feel like I'm not getting anywhere and I want to work on my snipe game, I'm playing with Vantage or I'm going to play with Loba because I feel like she can just kick me out with a good sniper game and I could just play that game too. So it's not that I'm necessarily finding enjoyment on what, um, they're putting in as in like modes wise, I'm finding enjoyment because I just like to explore the game to find some of the fun things to do. And like, I create my own fun kind of way, but it's nowhere near as, um, which we can also talk about. Cause I didn't ever talk about going back to Fortnite, <laughs> but it's nowhere near as Fortnite is like actually has things in the game to entertain you. Like this game doesn't do that. It's like find your own entertainment kind of deal, uh, which I I don't like. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to play a game that care about what they put in and rebalancing, um, which that's what they care about. I just wish that they cared about the other stuff a lot, too, because they still want to sell you stuff. They still want you to spend your, spend your time here. So. One of the bigger things that I liked about this season is that they introduced the ability to not only you don't have to play arenas, you don't if you don't want to, but you can like it's like the 10 kills with Bangalore in BR or 10 kills with Bangalore in or whoever in arena. So they just provided the opportunity for me not to engage in arenas at all, which it kind of tell gives me underlines that hey they're really they're probably gonna end up giving up on this mode if not sooner sometime later um where it's just not there anymore maybe they introduce something a little bit better maybe they revamp it um arenas in itself right now is fine i'm not saying that it's a bad mode but it's not something that will 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 keep me coming back like um we're going to talk about Splatoon too. I'm giving up all the topics, but anyway, Splatoon did something where they like added like a freaking card game for Turf War, and then they added like they they added the salmon the salmon run, um, where you kind of like to have the four v you know four on the co op the whole horde mode, and then they also have the regular modes, and then they. Like they're adding stuff to make the game fun, but obviously these are a little bit different. But at the same time, I can compare them because they're shooters and their own rights, and they have, they want to entertain you and keep you coming back. Um, but that's not what Apex does, um, which kind of sucks because this is probably the biggest game where I would, it would transition well into some story content into some. Um, uh, good, you know, deathmatch modes that re that regular classic modes, it will transfer well with these characters, in my opinion, than other games could possibly do. Um, but they just, I don't know if they don't have a resource or they don't care because they're selling this product and they're selling it well right now. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, everybody thought. <laughs> Everybody said they weren't gonna play. No, no Apex August. <laughs> nah. 
That boy had the highest concurrent players on Steam, though. I was like, God, no, nah, I don't think they're going to ever change. They ain't gonna, they don't got to. What you mean? They're going to keep going up. So, uh, we got a lot of people out there saying a lot of stuff, man. They keep coming back. But, yeah, I, I'm in total agreement that this game isn't meant to, isn't meant for people looking to just in isn't meant for people as or it, it can be but it's not filling that void right now where people just want to come in have some fun and get off it's it's more about understanding the the meta and understanding what's happening what's changed and how to how to engage the game and 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 you don't want to get to that elitist point too much because once you're there what can you expand how can you expand and how can you truly bring in players and keep people happy with, with, with that, with the more casual uh, crowd? So they got a lot. Of, they got a lot to figure out. Um, that's that's very much so true. Any lasting thoughts about this? Um, all these changes, Mad Mad, Mad Maggie running around, but bursting Gibraltar bubbles. Um, there's some crazy stuff happening in this game snipers oh well, the the wingman being a sniper now and you only getting so much ammo spitfire being a freaking light ammo weapon um some crazy stuff any lasting thoughts uh yeah i still i don't know how i feel about the ammo economy uh like when i remember that the spitfire was light ammo i was like dang this is really a light ammo gun i got a bunch of light ammo <laughs> It, yeah. yeah, it's just a, a lot to get used to. Uh, they do change up the game, um, like the gameplay and mechanics behind it pretty often. Uh, and I don't think it's ever been in a bad place. There are going to be some seasons that people like more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, the game, I think, is still being apex. Like, they're doing their own thing. They're trying yeah. to continuously polish it and improve on it. Uh, which is good. They don't need to always change like other games. Uh, but it's, it's just interesting. And we'll see how it goes. Because like, um, even though I'm not personally looking forward to it, I know there's a lot of talk around uh, Call of Duty this year and what that will mean for like online shooters and like Warzone and stuff like that. So as other shooters evolve and like add different modes or like, different things uh because like when was the last time we was on warzone they have like six different modes that you can play on warzone and it's just interesting that apex is just consistent and this is what we do and we're not going to do anything different Uh, but you can't really complain about it too much because it's it's not bad um like you said it's the most popular shooter out right now yeah. Yeah. You have to find other experiences elsewhere. And it, it's nice that they keep they let they leave room for others. Because um that was one of my things with uh, Fortnite. And we could talk about Call of Duty as well. At some point we're gonna have to have a real conversation around whether or not Activision was a good buy. <laughs> we gotta have a real conversation around whether or not that, that money that they spending right now was actually worth it. Because it doesn't seem like it at all at this point. Like at all like they literally got bamboozled um so so, you know no pun intended but anyways it like fortnite uh fortnite was the 
it was the game that copied everything, right? And it, it's still very much so a huge game. I'm not saying that it's not a huge game. Um, they did something where they did not want to leave nobody else the ability to say that we don't have what you want here. Um, and that's cool. That's very much so cool. And it's, and, and it's working for them. But when, when, when I think of Fortnite and as we played it, um, and I'm not sure I know Jalen played a little bit. Um, but when I played it, I came away with the same thing I thought when I first played it, this game doesn't have an identity. It just has a lot of stuff. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to be negative Nancy. So thoughts, tell me, tell me, tell me what, tell me what was wrong with that take. Tell me what's wrong with what I'm saying. I'm, I just, that's, that's my take though. It's like the game with no identity. But no. let me ask you this. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you feel like the, <clears throat> do you feel like the game lacks identity because of all the, um, what is it? Not compilations, uh, not mashups. Um, what's the word? Oh yeah, all the collaborations that they do. So it felt like without, because the game had a collaboration so much and it involves other things that wasn't from, like originated from Fortnite. Do you feel like that is a part that makes it feel like it doesn't have an identity at its core, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel as if the collaborations plus the 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 blatant steals of modes and and creations, like I don't feel like there's anything unique about Fortnite. The building is unique about Fortnite. Um, so you can build stuff and kind of create, but that is the worst part of the game for me. So I don't feel like they have an identity to to, to land on. They're kind of like the the baby of gaming for me. <laughs> the baby. Uh... <laughs> I, I mean, but I, I, I don't hear nothing from, or maybe even the game. You know, the game, he kind of copies a lot of people's style. He's a really good rapper, but he, he doesn't have an identity of his own. When he came out, he sounded like 50 Cent, and when he finished... He got like a whole Eminem song right now. I don't know if anybody heard it, but um, it's a diss track I to him. That garbage. <laughs> 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 Not the garbage. But, I don't know uh, why he did that. Dude, Wasn't it like 10 minutes? It was 10 minutes, yeah. but that, <laughs> that is the correlation I get when I think of Fortnite. I'd be like, you're a okay, you're good game, but you don't have an identity for me to, to, to get grasp onto. So I just, I just step, take a step back. Like, um, I understand what Apex is. I understand what Call of Duty is. I don't understand what Fortnite is. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of, that is what it is. Not saying that it's a terrible game. Not saying it's a bad game. But when I play it, I don't think it's competitive. And I don't think it's truly trying to stay for the casual gamer. Because at the same time, they, they try to make sure that they're adding things that are not only fun, but are more mechanically sound. And then they come into this middle ground where you have things that should not be on, like a boogie grenade should not belong in a tactical shooter, but at the same time, building shouldn't belong in a tactical shooter. And then you should say, okay, but sliding should be there. So I'm going to add sliding, revive things. And it's, it, it just turns into the melting pot of stuff. 
So, mm-hmm. what what's yeah, your think, Josh? It, it is, and in my mind, I kind of think of Fortnite as wanting to be... It, its identity is that it is everything, and mm-hmm. that, you know that's kind of a confusing identity, but that makes it at least second best at everything. Like, if Apex has the best character classes, and this game, this other game has the best, like, movement, and this other game has, like, mm-hmm. like, GTA Online has, like, cars, and, like, you can do drive-bys, and ride a bike off a building and stuff like that uh fortnite takes all those elements and puts it in and does them all pretty well uh to the point where it is a catch-all and i think that's their success um because from playing it like like you said i don't i don't like the building aspect of it so i only play the non-building mode or if right. I do play uh, a mode with building, it's it's more like the fifty on fifty mode where it's just like chaos. Um, but without the building, like I really like all the different items that they have. Like I like picking up the grappling hook and be able to swing and like, oh, this swinging is actually really really good. Like the only other game that I can think of that has better swinging is probably Spider Man, and it's mm-hmm. like, why is why does Fortnite have such good swinging in it? Not to say that every single thing in the game is like perfect, because uh, mm-hmm. the driving is okay. I don't really like it. I prefer like how other games do it, but it's like that's what they they do. There they put so much in there that you can't say that there's not something fun there because we have everything that's fun. But as far as like a competitive online game, like mm-hmm. no, I would I would not put it in the same tiers apex or even like warzone something like that um but i i think that's fine because i think at this point we might see them even over the next few years transition away from what fortnite is because like building was like its identity when it first came out but now one of its more most popular modes is the non-building mode and like this was what made fortnite what it was and now now you've let people move away from that and so maybe in the next couple of years they'll they'll keep removing elements or like changing things to fit i guess the more social aspect that they want they just want people to come here play a couple games with their friends or even just with random people and like buy all the action figures <laughs> You know, yeah. But what do you think that would? Because even if they try to do that, they're losing. And that's where I say the identity stuff coming in my in my mind. Where I feel like they had a core audience built off of this one thing. Like there were build-a-thons, there were things that were happening, and then they're trying to push away from it, which is understandable because if that's not working anymore, you'll want to. It's working because they're spending tons and tons of money for not only advertisement, brand deals, getting people collaborations in the game. There is tons and tons of money going out to just be viable steel. Um and I don't I don't think I don't think once you pull back that curtain and you actually look at the game itself um, and you take away everything that's, you know, that it's there, that you truly have a solid game to pivot on. Like, I, I still feel like, you know, combat is clunky. I feel like movement is still clunky. I feel like grappling is, is I feel like they add stuff 
and it's not refined. Now I understand you like the the the, 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 the grappling hook, and I like that that you that that it was cool to move around with. But if I'm sitting there and I'm <laughs> I'm animating a a build break, and you know I'm I'm trying to hit the sweet spot, and I'm just clamoring away, like I I just feel like as I peel back layers of this game and I pull back the things that they have introduced, the clunkiness of it just brings, it just comes to the forefront for me. And I feel like, um, I feel like like they, they, they add a lot of stuff, but it's not, I don't know. They, I don't know if they spend the money to really refine it. And that's okay. I guess when you're adding and introducing a lot of things, you don't have to do that because it's like something new and fun every other day. Um, but at some point, you we really have to look at your game and, and say, is this a good product? It might be a good game, but is it a good product to sell? Can it sell on its own right? I don't think Fortnite is that. But what do uh, what what it would I... when you create your and base your game around that identity of having everything for everyone um what else can you do but to kind of mask the mediocrity is to kind of get these and and this is me stating that i'm not saying y'all stating that i'm stating right now that the game has media is mediocre in in regards to what they introduce and refinement um mm -hmm. It's not mediocre in their brand deals, their collaborations. It's not mediocre in their sponsorships or even their collaborations. Like, none of that is mediocre to me. That is top tier. Marketing, top tier. I think the game itself is mediocre. So, um, yeah, with like the, the shooting and stuff like that, like, I would never say Fortnite has like the best first or third person. But they don't have the best building. Mechanics. Like, I still go to Minecraft for better building. Like, I just don't like none of this stuff. Like, none of this stuff works for me where it's like, Oh, oh, this is the greatest here. Like, they might have fast building, but it's still clunky. They might have the ability to, to run around and sprint now, but you can't run up a, a hill. Like, everything I've noticed in that game felt unpolished. What do you, I guess, and chime in whenever, Jalen, but what did you feel when you were playing just that? And I'm not trying to be like, hey, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, I'm not trying to correlate an attack on Fortnite. What I'm trying to say is trying to get my point across from different views and opinions, but also kind of talk about this game. So what did you see when you played it, Jalen, or when you used to play it, or, you know, from what you used to play now? I mean, I feel like, I'm going to be honest, I feel like, I mean, granted, I was pointed on what a Xbox One. Um, I feel like it was a little clunky and mediocre -ish before with like the building and stuff i feel like it was just real cartoony i feel like when the game is like cartoony it's a little bit harder to, to gauge like the graphics and the i ain't gonna say the footage of the game um but anywho just fast forward when i played it the other day i felt like i feel like i seen a lot of improvements with the game um mm -hmm. i feel like it was a lot more fluid mm -hmm. um I ain't going to say it was necessarily, like, cleaner because there's a lot of stuff going on on your screen. Um, but I felt like it was – I ain't feel, I feel like the game was a, was a lot better than what it was. Um, and just Did going that, on outside – huh? Go, go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, no, nah, you go ahead. 
did that did that game match having Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, and LeBron James in it? Did that did the game match <laughs> the <laughs> the 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 amount of you know collapse and the 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 the, the, the popular presence? Did the game itself match having all of that in it? Like when you're, what you when mean, you're, match when like the environment. Like, can like, you picture LeBron James shooting Natasha? No, like no, 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 It sounds no. like he means like polish mm. or like pedigree, where it's like if you have the best, like you know, if you have all the Marvel characters in your game, your game is the best game out, right? And it's like, well, well, no, our game is not the best game out. We just have the best collaboration. When you go to look at them skins that they sell. And how flu fluid and and how well designed the skins are when you go into the game, do you feel that same presence? What I what Beyonce is saying is that I'm <laughs> I'm fly. I'm no no, it's it's a it's a good metaphor. I'm fly, I got the newest Jordans, I got a nice car. But I live with my mama. That's what Deontay <laughs> is saying about Fortnite. Yeah. No, I get that. Was it you got these high level collaborations and then a meet and you know what he perceived as a mediocre game. Um no, I, I definitely get that, but But did you um, feel it? If you didn't feel it, that's fine. I'm just asking you, did you feel that? No, nah, I didn't I didn't really feel that way because I guess I got like a I got a less technical standpoint. They're doing a better job of masking. They're doing a better job than I'm taking for it because I'm not. I'm taking it from my lens, right? I want to get your opinion on your lens and what you see. So if they're doing a good job masking it, I don't have a beef because as long as they're doing that, that makes me feel as if people are getting their money's worth. But if I'm looking at it, I'm not spending a dime because even if I love this animation and how this character plays and the, the cool stuff she has. Like, I really wanted that Street Fighter cami. I just know I'm not, the game is not good enough for me to to spend money on and play in that game. But if they're doing a decent enough job of allowing those collaborations in the world to match to the, to the, to the, to the average consumer, then I don't have a beef. So and, and that's kind of what you were saying is or alluding to before I cut you off. I'm sorry, but um, am, am I correct in that? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, yo, you got a more technical lens with the game. Than, um, I with me, I'm looking at Fortnite like, all right, this is a, this is a cartoony game. Like it's a kid kiddish game. Like mm-hmm. um, well, all the kids, they the coldest. That is, you know what I'm saying? I got killed by no skin or they building all that type of stuff. Like. <laughs> So they don't have like an experienced lens. Like we've seen games transition through all these generations and knowing different things, what they expect. And so these cats planning and stuff, they just like, hey man, they got Itachi in this game, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm like, shoot, let me let me see Itachi dance with the boogie ball, bro. Like, <laughs> I'll pay money to see that, bro. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh, but no, like in all seriousness though, I think like Josh was saying, just to the idea of it has something for everybody in there and the fact that they're constantly innovating to me is a selling point. I mean, Apex, they, I mean, we had a whole conversation about Apex, like Apex be tiring me out sometimes. I just be looking like I'm finna go do the same thing I was doing two or three years ago. I mean, I ain't, 
ain't a whole lot. Like it ain't nothing to, it ain't nothing exhilarating on there. Like you, like you say, you got to find your fun. I guess that could be a good and bad thing, but, um, I don't know. It's just, I do like the fact that how much I see Fortnite change is, was a selling point that kind of like piqued my interest a little bit to go, you know, exploring stuff like that. I will say it's a lot of, they pushing a lot of stuff on there and it look a little cluttered with everything that they trying to sell and stuff. Yeah. Then they're doing Apex, but Apex ain't no better because they charge you thirty dollars for a skin. I mean, agreed. They charge a um, hundred dollars now. Uh, yeah, oh, they yeah, be oh, taxing yeah. for them skins, bro. Oh, yeah, 50, like they, man. to me, they on the high horse, bro. That that's what pisses me off. I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all yeah, not putting like, nothing in this game, and y'all charging even me though it's still microtransactions. Like even though it's microtransactions, I can't believe that they like Fortnite is selling Captain America with all this extra stuff for twenty dollars, whereas like. Apex is asking for 120 for Bangalore skin. Yeah, I'm just yeah. looking like, bro, like I that like I, I'm you know I'm how I feel about money, bro. Like that that pisses me off because like y'all telling me y'all this cold where y'all can sell y'all skins for I don't care how hard y'all worked in there, bro. As That's a consumer and playing a game, yeah, they force you I'm not, to pay I'm for not the whole thing. It. They force you to pay for the whole thing, and yes, a hundred dollars is a stark price tag, especially when you're looking at exactly what you're getting. You're getting forty items, but they're not to the stature to cost up to that amount, like eight dollars or four dollars a piece, or whatever the cost may be. Um, they normally are like four dollars a piece on each forty dollar each each forty forty items. Four dollars a piece is what totals up, and you get this thing for free. It just doesn't feel worth it because you're buying things you don't necessarily want. Granted, they allow you to, one, buy the things that you want outright. They allow you to craft the things you want outright with, you know, in-game materials, even though we know the crafting materials suck um, and how many they give you. They allow you to do this, and that is their scapegoat when it comes to selling things that they know people in their in their right mind would never want to buy. Like, that is their scapegoat that they give you the opportunity to buy the things that you actually want. But this thing right here, my boy, this thing right here, you'll never get it unless you buy all 40 or you give me 150 uh, heirloom shards that we all know cost. <laughs> you know, you got to get open up 500 of them packs, my baby. So it it's like this gaming system of tricking you into buying their things. They know for sure their stuff not worth that much. They know it for 100 percent. But they are masking it in a way to make us pay for it. So I don't like it. I, I don't. I, I think it's a very toxic and mad and you know way of going about trying to sell things to people, especially when you you kind of um you you kind of build up these characters that they people start to love and get attached to, and then you kind of start doing these types of things. Like they're doing this for a reason. They want you to not use your heirloom shards. They want they want to capitalize on everyone that's a cash cow in this game. They want to do that and they want to make sure they expand on that money. So this is their way of doing it. Selling you a you know a, a whatever amounts type of skin. There's plenty of ways to get it cheaper, but it's still a very expensive skin. So yeah. I agree with 100% about that, and I understand that when Fortnite puts a skin in the game, they're putting in a good skin. They're putting in a lot of stuff that you can get with that skin. I just don't want to sit around and play a game where 
the skins are that I'm playing or using or collecting aren't benefiting me because the game itself, the 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 game, the thing that is built upon, I can see the cracks. Um, yeah. And as long as they're hiding that, and that was going to lead me to you, Josh. As long as you feel like the game is good, uh, not good enough, because I don't want to say that, because I don't want to put judgment on it from your perspective. As long when you play that game, when you look at the skins and then you go play the game, do you feel like they're comparable? That's 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 the question I have opposed to Jalen. I want to pose it to you. Um, I I understand where you're coming from with that line of thinking. I agree in some ways, but I would say my definition of mediocre is different, especially for battle royale ga- battle royale games. Like mm-hmm. even though. Fortnite is not of a good battle royale as like Apex. It's still better than 95% of every other battle royale. And so, yeah, I would say it is quality. The skins are matching the quality of the game because the game is not like cheap. Even though it's not like the most polished battle royale, it's still like 100 times more polished than PUBG. Like, that's one of the reasons why. Fortnite start popping because it was polished compared to all of its other competition. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but at the same time, I understand, like, no, I don't think that the game is, like, the most... Uh, the gameplay and the game things that you do in the game are not the most genre-defining or uh, most innovative things. Like like I said, Fortnite is, wants to be second-best at everything. And I think that on its own is valuable because no other game can claim to be able to do that. Um, But at the same time, like, yeah, I understand, like, at the end of the day, I would probably just prefer to play Apex for a competitive game. And I wish that my, I, I would say, I wish that Apex would copy more from Fortnite with how they do things, like, you know, oh, we we gonna go all in on the uh, the One Piece collaboration in Apex. So we gonna pay them their money and get Luffy in the game or whatever. You know, you're and talking like, about oh, that... their collaboration side, like their marketing. Well, side. collaboration. No, I would I would say limited time modes, custom games, um, battle pass, like um, battle pass customization. Like, there's so much stuff outside of shooting that I think Fortnite does really good that apex is not doing good at all gotcha like they okay their loot box system is trash they're the battle pass i wouldn't say that it's trash because it's offering you items for ten dollars and it's giving you some money back but um it's not offering anything like i must have this realistically because like even though Fortnite, for example fortnite right now their season they have a character that's like basically an action figure and the more you play the game, you unlock different head and arm and leg pieces for the character. Even though I, that's not the character that I like, the the whole point that they put extra mechanics in where you can do these quests and unlock a head, or you can go to this part in a map and open a chest and you get his leg. Like all these different things just for this one skin that's a small part of the battle pass. Like, I like having those extra mechanics because that makes the game more interesting on many different levels. Uh, whereas, like, I'm not saying Apex has to copy that, but, like, you could do a whole lot more with what you have, and 
it doesn't seem like they're interested in that. Would you take a um Yeah, I I I I, I guess I don't want to pose that question because we kind of already spoke on it, but I um <laughs> I'm going to be I'm, I'm I'm pretty decisive on this. I will take Apex's um model right now over Fortnite simply because they decide what they just they put more decision behind you know introducing new mechanics and characters and and uh and actual fun and things like like literally map rotations understanding how the map works understanding where dives are understanding what what is causing pain to the average you know game and that is what I'm mostly doing. So I will take their model still over Fortnite's any day, simply just because they are, they are, they are, they are taking the needs that I find important and pushing them to the max. I wish they would do a lot more when it comes to UI design, making things more fun and engaging. When it comes to their, their, you know, their crafting system, their their loot box system, their their battle pass. Um, but if it's going to take resources away from the things I find the most important, don't do nothing. My, my boy, give everything the same. Like that is how I feel, but that is because of where, where my mind is geared toward right now. It's like, I'm geared towards that, that competitive stance. I'm, I'm geared towards making a more enjoyable experience. I'm geared towards getting my 20 bomb. I'm geared towards getting my, my 4,000 badges, you know, only every character I want to play with. So I'm just geared towards that. I'm not geared towards the, 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 what's in the market or what's, what they kind of want to, what, what, what type of challenges they got in the game. I just, I really don't care. But I do get it that that stuff is super duper important and it's not to be belittled or to be, you know, shrunk, shrunk, shrunk or um, shortened. It, it, it is truly something that is engaging for people and is engaging in a lot of different ways. And if they copy some stuff, great. I just never seen Apex copy anyone. I just seen other people copying them. So I'm always. Gonna yeah. Go and I think that that's because Apex is innovative. They're going to be the top. It's like we have the best character classes and mechanics going on in the game, in the match. Yeah. But all I mean is that I think Fortnite has a really good. Well, obviously, they're a billion dollar company. They have yes, an yes, infrastructure <laughs> outside of outside of the matches themselves that is that other companies can eventually or hopefully get something from that works for them. So I'm not saying that Apex mm -hmm. needs to be exactly like Fortnite because that doesn't make sense. Apex is successful for what it is. But when it comes to infrastructure and stuff like that, you know, at some point, remove the loot boxes and just replace it with a normal store or make a better battle pass like i don't think that is too much to ask for no, if fortnite is doing it and they're still number one in revenue like, yeah i you can there's something to be learned from there but anyways i would say like yeah i agree fortnite is not the best game ever and it's not the game uh for every mood but i think that what I've noticed, especially in the last week, is that what they're trying to do is, um, since they have so many players, I've noticed how they how how do they have like thirty different modes on the on the screen, and all of them have people playing. It's because 
they try to keep at least uh figure out what's the minimum number of players to keep the uh, matchmaking healthy in that mode and that's what they prioritize so if it's a hundred thousand in in the no building mode and it's another fifty thousand over here in the the trios mode and stuff like that they have enough players that all of their modes are supported and that's how they're successful because everybody is felt catered to because they have what they want yeah whereas like apex everybody's in the same pool so everybody has to eat from the same resources Mm -hmm. and when something is not there like my map that i want to play is olympus well i have no interest in the game because that's the only thing that i want and fortnite avoids all of that because everybody has what they want at all times yeah it's a very unhealthy way of because it, it forces people not to play it while and it, it's a it's a way of de- de- deteriorate uh deteriorating the, the player base because it's like it causes you to not only not want to play during those time frames but then you have to try to schedule and it's not like a, just a hop on and play because it's like okay what mapping what map we got on <laughs> you know it's like it causes that it causes a uh, a, a rift um which is you know it is it, kind of unfortunate but yeah absolutely but i know one thing once if they drop you know a dragon balls emo i'm gonna play it in fortnite it's, it's still gonna be something i would and you know be interesting to me it's just running around you know comic you know you know doing any type of kamehameha in like this game it would be very interesting to see you know throwing some uh key blast whatever the case may be that's fun and engaging for me but I just, I just want them to, you know, really pick it up when it comes to the, to that other side of it, you know, because they, they, they have, they are hitting it out the park every way, shape and form when it comes to this marketing collaboration. So as long, once that, once that stuff meets for me and I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep checking it out. I don't think I, I, I never say that I don't like Fortnite. Um, I'm going to keep checking it out until it gets to a point where I feel like it's refined, refresh and, um, I took I took my time. I I went online. And I looked up YouTube and I looked up all of their their mechanics and I looked up all of the weapons and all that stuff to try to get a better you know cadence of the game. And I still came out with a you know my feelings for it uh, mediocrity. But over time, I feel like it can grow to be better. And um, definitely was jealous of all of josh's skins he had over the years i just was like dang you got you got jinx in here too and i ain't had nothing all i had was my regular regular skin so i was that was very much so like uh fomo but man um, yeah that yeah. fomo is real it, it works uh. yeah, fomo fomo works no don't, don't 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 get it twisted fomo does work uh but i just need that game to also be there too so um, but I'm gonna leave that at that. I was been a lot on Fortnite, <laughs> and then I expected, but um, but yeah, we're gonna keep it pushing uh, from here. Uh, the next thing that I wanted to talk about, and this was kind of, um, it's a new game, and it falls into that space of roguelike RPGs, and it's something I really wanted to try on my Steam Deck because it's on PC, and it looks like it can run well on there. It's called Cult of the Lamb. Um, yeah. Cult of the Lamb is 
another one of those Hades. And I don't want to dismiss it as if it's like a Hades clone or something like that clone, like a Dead Cells or Rogue Legacy. It, it's his own game. Um, but I don't know. Have you, have you seen anything about it, Josh? Yeah, uh, I've seen a, a couple of videos about it. Okay. Well, Call of the Lamb, uh, just to give you guys a synopsis of what it is, is it's like you, you're this lamb. You're, you're you get taken over and you kind of are doing the bidding of i forget the name of the actual um person that you're doing the bidding for but you run around and you're kind of destroying stuff killing things and building your own flock of lambs uh <laughs> or people to kind of recruit for this overlord or whatever um but you kind of, it's like a dungeon crawler. You're getting power-ups. You're doing these things. You're doing small runs. Like, I think they like last every, like, 10 minutes or something like that. But it's one of those types of games. The reason why it caught my eye is because of the art design. Like, um, it's very 2D, 3D, you know-esque. And it has, like, really, really cool animations. It's from Devolver Digital. They always kind of have been those type that company that kind of makes very unique artistic styled games um but yeah i i, I kind of wanted to mention it one for a shout out but two because it looks really really cool and i think we have had a lot of fun with those types of games like hades and things like that and i think it'll be one to kind of pick up and talk about um but mm-hmm. just to give you guys some of the information about it i'm going to read this verbatim about the game from Devolver Digital. <laughs> Call of the Lamb cast players in a role of possessed lamb saved from annihilation by anonymous, uh, ominous, ominous, ominous <laughs> stranger <laughs> and must repay their debt by building a loyal following in his name. Start your own cult in land of false prophets venturing out into diverse and mysterious regions to build a loyal community of woodland worshipers and spread your word to become the one true cult. First, you build your flock, collect and use resources to build new structures, perform dark rituals, and to appease the gods, to give sermons and reinforce the faith of your flock. So you are going to be someone at the top talking about like, like a preacher. It's hilarious. And then you destroy the non-believers, explore a sprawling, randomly generated world, fight off hordes of enemies, and defeat rival cult leaders in order to absorb their power and assert your cult's dominance. Then you spread your word, train your flock, and embark on a quest to explore and discover the secrets of five mysterious regions. Cleanse the non-believers, spread enlightenment, and perform mystical rituals on the journey to become the mighty lamb god. <laughs> Basically, it's a cult game, but it's, it's it's like one of those games where you also can build your, um like, you can actually build home. It's like, it also has some, you know... Uh, build some in it so uh, I, i'm interested i'm very much interested i think i'm gonna pick it up probably this weekend yes yeah i was weekend. looking at it because um it's it's basically three things it's uh animal crossing because you manage your village and all the people yeah. that live there and their houses and stuff like that but it has like a 2d zelda type combat where you just walk around a, you know it's not it's not 2D, but it's uh, the camera is kind of above your character. So you walk around yeah. the environment, swing your sword, kill enemies, the big bosses, go into dungeons. And then it's a roguelike. So a lot of that is going to be you die and go back and redo a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it seems really interesting like the art style is the thing that pops out right away because it looks really good and very colorful mm-hmm. the lambs are kind of cute cartoon t- uh, like they kind of look like um like a cartoon network type animals like, yeah like, uh, like billy uh, and mandy or... yeah billy and mandy or um i forget the name of it but the one about like it's like the big tree or something it's like somewhere in the woods i forget the name of it now. there was a i don't i didn't watch it but i remember there was this blue cat uh show on cartoon network there was a blue cat oh yeah, yeah 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 um, um dang i don't remember his name now yeah, but anyways, the animals look like that. They have really big eyes and round heads and small bodies. Um, but it looks very cute, but it's interesting or funny because they they look cute, but the world is kind of, like, terrible. And, yeah, oh, amazing world of gumball. <laughs> gumball. Yeah, amazing world of gumball. <laughs> yeah, you're doing all this cult stuff, so the world is not cute, but the characters are cute. Yeah. Uh, and plus, maybe addicting gameplay. Uh, my thing is that with all roguelikes, they all they all seem interesting, but I never really finish them because they take so much time to actually do everything yeah. in the game. Like I I, I got through Hades, uh, but I didn't do everything in the game, and I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of interesting stuff still there. So I'm gonna wait. Uh, those type of games really fit when I have like nothing else to play. Gotcha. I think I, I think it's pushing up my list simply because it's on the Steam Deck. Like honestly, if 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 I didn't have a Steam Deck and I didn't have the time, to, like just play it on the go or like moving around the house, I probably wouldn't play it like soon. But I think uh, that's that's one of those games that will fit the bill for me to be able to play and like have fun and kind of manage my stuff from just sitting in the bed or being with the kids. So. It's one of those ones that's going to probably push on my priority list simply because of how I can play it, um, which is cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, devil's advocate, as always. <laughs> uh, uh, what can um, I guess I, I guess I, I kind of wanted to have a, a discussion around these types of games and. What what do what do what would it take for them to kind of evolve to the next step? Is these games kind of hit they hit they peak? Is is it now just falling on the artistic style of the game to to win or sell, or is there something truly new and unique that these games can actually do to kind of sell more? Because even if if it was the greatest and cutest like game out there, if you don't like roguelikes, you don't like roguelikes, or if you don't partake in 2d type games like these like i guess returnal was their try did you think do we do we think returnal was success was that success like the game returnal um i think it was definitely a success as far as like um that studio um because that sort of gameplay a lot of People who played that game enjoyed it. They sold a decent amount. I don't know how many copies they sold, but I feel like they they were profitable with the game. However, I think that the I don't know how to put it. It's um it's a successful roguelike, but I don't think it revolutionized the roguelike genre the same way that Hades did. Mm-hmm. And they came out. I don't. Maybe they came out the same year. I don't remember. Same year. Uh, yeah. And that's because roguelike games gameplay, I don't think is um, 
it, it it's what gets you to stay in the game and keep doing it. But the whole point is, what is the goal? Like, why would I keep replaying this level? Or why, why do I want to beat the game? Uh, and what do I get out of it every time I die? So it's it on the story more so than the anything. not Not just the story. The story, the upgrades, the whatever incentives. So like Hades, I wouldn't say it's the story. It's the whole point that every time you die, you get more dialogue with the characters. Or you get better upgrades and stuff like that. Uh, whereas Returnal, even though it has that same stuff, the incentives for it, I don't think were strong enough or at least left a big enough impression uh, the same way as like Hades did. How'd you feel Hades about Hades? is all about Jaylen? the characters. Did you play Hades? Uh, no, I never played Hades. Oh, interesting. Well, it's on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have it downloaded though. I, I do have it downloaded on the Xbox. I was trying to sit there and think. I'm like, did I play it? I thought I bought it on my PlayStation, but mm-hmm. then I remember I had it. I think I might have downloaded on Xbox. You mentioned Game Pass. I do got it on Game Pass. Yeah, Hades is basically, you know, you go in, you fight. It's fun to fight. You fight the bosses, then you die, and now you get to hang out with the side characters like Persona and like. That is what made it the most popular game that year because it just had really good writing and the gameplay was fun. So Call to the Lamb, the gameplay seems fun. I don't know if the writing is actually as good as something like Hades. So maybe it won't actually be um, like Game of the Year, Contender, blah, blah, blah. But I think these games, they do have to have a good core gameplay, but also do something else that is unique and interesting that nobody else is doing so not just the art style um mm. but also what is the i guess the well remember shovel knight potatoes. shovel knight was that a was that one too it was roguelike right nope it was a mega man mm-hmm. game oh mega man game okay so rogue legacy was the one that was the, the roguelike um yeah. and I know me and Jalen, we played that a little bit. We was getting like fat characters, skinny characters. You know, it was all over the place. But um, did you finish that game? I know I didn't. Rogue Legacy? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, no. I, I was just looking up with how long it take to beat that game. Because I feel like I was playing that game forever, bro. And it just seemed like you get good. If you you get a good run far in between, like, or not a good run, a, a, a good kit or... Yet, Somebody that got items. a good pedigree, yeah, yeah, like ability or whatever. And like, you know what I'm saying? You like, you're a dire or something. You like, damn, that's a good run. Then you keep getting all these sorry characters. But yeah, this dude got Ebola, so he can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just be like, all right, well, this is going to be a bad run. I might as well get what I can get. And then it's just, I don't know, man. That game just took up too much time and repetitive stuff to, I don't know. I, I, I ain't beat that game, though. I was just like, this game taking up too much time because I used to play that game to have mindless fun, and I started getting irritated because I started getting further, but I started hitting walls and gotcha. it's just, yeah. Okay, well, that's the same thing for me. Um, I really enjoy roguelike games. I never finish all of them. I never finish most of them, actually. Most of them I never finish simply because I don't like the either... Either there is like the, the randomization of it or the, the the restart. The restart is really, really what kills it for me. But I enjoy certain things about restarting that makes it fun to kind of replay again. Um, and if they keep those those times short, 
what really piqued my interest about, you know, Call of Lamb was that they was talking about one, the, sh the runs are very short and you don't have to waste a lot of time on them. You could beat the game in a certain period of time. And um, it's not as punishing, I guess, when it comes to dying. Because I, I like the fact that you have to, you know, be mindful. If you die, you're going to have to do a little bit over. But I don't want it to be like a 40-minute, 30-minute type of deal where it's like you got to start all the way over. And um, and it's not really something that's cause allowing you to be better at the game. It's just kind of like you kind of seen it already, so you know what to expect. Those are not fun for me. So the one thing that I really want, like these type of rogue game, I don't care how good Call of the Lamb gets or be or is for me, because I'm going to still buy it. I'm still spending my money. So y'all can't tell me about my opinion, whoever, whoever wanted to say something. But I'm saying like, uh, if the game innovation wise, I'm looking for the next step when I come to these games. Like, Returnal didn't have it. Um, it they had, they, they wanted to do, like, they did the graphics thing. They, they thought their mechanics were good. I hated all of them, most of them anyway. Um, and then, then you know, Hades, even though it was, it was a great game, um, I hated the viability of some weapons over the others. I felt like it was pushing me towards to play a play style that I didn't enjoy. So everything didn't feel viable. Uh, in Dead Cells, Dead Cells had too much randomization when it came to their layouts of their of their arenas and how you kind of move through them. So it felt like I was always getting lost sometimes when I shouldn't be. And it just felt like I was running up against things that I shouldn't be encountering because at that point, I didn't play this, this map multiple times. I shouldn't be falling into traps and things like that because it's of your silly randomization design. So... There's always things I pick out that I don't like. I just, I'm waiting for that game to get to the point, a, a game to get to the point where I feel like, no, this game mastered everything. Um, and I, I guess, I guess y'all feel the same because y'all say y'all <laughs> don't even finish some of them. They just take up too much time or something of that nature or, uh, or whatever the case may be. I'm not putting words in your mouth, but. That's what it feels like for me when it comes to these types of games. Call of the Lamb looks fun. It looks very unique. It looks very interesting. It has the building, you know, the building of your community aspect on top of it. I just hope it's enough for me to actually say this is the game that's really fun for me when it comes to these roguelikes. Or if it falls short, I'll be here again to say what what it didn't do right. But um, might be a minute because it's, it's taking me longer now to finish games than it used to. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Any thoughts on, uh, roguelikes or call of the lamb before we move on? Is it roguelike or roguelite? Roguelike. R-O-G-U-E-L-I-K-E. Okay. Roguelike. Well, well, I, I think what you mean, Jalen, it is a roguelite, um, but the, with the T, but because... The whole genre thing is stupid. There's like a whole game where it's like, if you don't follow the specific rules of the genre, then it can't be a roguelike. So it has to be a roguelite. Gotcha. Basically, from what I understand it, is if if the game gives you any upgrades, after, like if you keep anything after you die, it's a roguelite. Because a roguelike is very strict on you die, you lose your stuff, that's it. Start over. Type stuff. Is that not yeah. flipped or is that the right way? Because I want to make sure. Because I, 
I'm seeing Rogue. Well, like, the the original game, there's a game called Rogue, and the games that came after that was Rogue Like with the K. But people didn't like the games being super strict, so it became Rogue Light. Hades is a Rogue Light. Okay, so this one falls in the Rogue Like. So I'm assuming you lose everything. Um, at least for but, or it could just be listed wrong. <laughs> okay, well, uh, because okay. on Steam it says both action rogue like and it also has rogue light, and I think that's just a tag. So, hmm. well, on their official site for Devolver, it says rogue like. Hmm. Mm. Okay, well, it uh, that's interesting. Well, guess you I gotta get... buy it and try. Yeah, it out. yeah, I gotta buy it and try it out. That's so interesting. I never even knew that. Appreciate you explaining that. Um, but yeah, I ain't got much else on this. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, next up, Splatoon. I mentioned it earlier. Um, <laughs> let's kick it off, Nintendo, man. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know. That's I don't know. Nah, nah, I don't know nah, nothing nah, about Splatoon. Nah, 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 G. You folks know everything on the calendar. You have been aboard means. Uh, well, I guess I'll talk about it because I definitely know a little bit more. Um, Splatoon 3 had a direct, I think it was like a few days ago, I think like on the 10th. Um, and they were talking about the game when it launches, um, September 9th and all that stuff. I think they already, already notated that, but, um, they were talking about the modes, improved turf war gameplay, Salmon Run, they were talking about... Uh, battle stages, the the new people that's going to talk way too much that I want to cut off, the deep, deep cut trio. Um, they say you can walk around without having to wait there and for them to read off their stupid prompts. I hope that's the case. Uh, the Splash Fest, the Table Turf, which I told you about, is the like um, 1v1 competitive card game they got. <laughs> they got a card game in the game. Uh, kind of like uh, Gwent um, from Witcher, but it's kind of based off their table turf mode, and you're battling for more spaces colored. Um, and then they have like new special weapons, new Splatland main weapons, like um, the bow. They got like a bow now, so they 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 doing their destiny thing. And um, yeah, man, they got a lot of different lobby features, customizing like. I don't know, the locker with all your special gear. They were talking about their sorry Splatneck 3, um, new online switch, you know, the app. <laughs> they, they can't bring it to the system. So you gotta go to the app and look at all their new special gear that they only gonna have on the app and all of that good jazz. They sell the, those amiibos. I still prefer Nintendo's egregious tactics of amiibos and um their $60 games for for what will lack features than any other free to play game I played this year like I still prefer theirs because they're at least they charge you $6 and you're done if you want an amiibo to save your custom <laughs> your custom layout you can or you can waste your five minutes and change your outfit like it's not that bad right but if you go to these other games even though they claim you know it's free man you can play for free it feel it don't feel like that uh but yeah anyways 
Splatoonish is back, y'all. The Splatoon game is back. I always enjoyed their gameplay. I just hate that it's on the console that it's on. Um, but it is what it is. Um, did you, I? I don't know who played with me. I don't think it was Jalen for sure. Jalen, maybe Josh. Did you play Splatoon two with me or Splatoon one? Yeah, I played. I did. I never played Splatoon one. I played a bit of Splatoon two with you, uh, mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> But, I mean, it sounds like you're excited for Splatoon 2.5. Nah, everybody said Splatoon 2 was Splatoon 1.5. I mean, well, this Splatoon (laughs) (laughs) 1.75. Man, is it that bad? I I think they have a decent amount of changes. I just don't, I don't want it on this console, to be honest with you. Um... I don't want to give time to an online game. Is it? Is it the console or is it the game? No, it's under their umbrella. Honestly, if this game was like on any other console, I'll play it. Like, I don't really want to play it on Nintendo. And that's weird. But it's like, I don't care to play a game that's not going to get really supported as much as I would want it to. Nor do I want to play with the people that it's going to attract. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. It, it makes sense in my mind because simply put, when I played Splatoon, I wanted to play with other people. At the, and then when I did play with other people, it didn't feel the void that was there for this game. It just felt as if I was playing a game. I don't know. When I play Splatoon, I enjoy it for the competitiveness. I just think everything about Nintendo does not scream competitive. So I don't want to play it. Does that? And and it's like, um, I don't know. It's, it's a kid's game sort of rare. Um, I mean, they, they now going to have the ability to, to parry. They gonna be able, you're gonna be able to parry ink from people being able to hit you while you're in the, like, and you're gonna be able to dodge out of, um, while you're in your squid mode. Like they're adding things that you know competitive players want. It's just on Nintendo. I don't want it. I don't want it from you, honestly. Um, I would want it. I would. I would love to play it and get into it to the point where I'm running around saying. You know, I'm enjoying it because it is a solid game. I'm not going to take that from it. It's a solid game with a lot of mechanics that I enjoy to play. I love the colorfulness of it. I love the 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 turf wars and trying to ink the most areas. Even though it sounds all kiddish as it comes out my mouth. Um, when I take it back, this game has more depth than a lot of games I play competitively. Um... And like um, over the last five years, I say, like I don't think Call of Duty is as competitive as this game. <laughs> and that's that's not and not take take nothing from Call of Duty. I don't think that game is just meant to be played. Um, I don't think that game has the foundation for me to say there's a counter for something else. It's just it's just another it's another gun. It's another way to fight. It's not really anything that's like interlocking or inter engaging to kind of understand. 
I think that Splatoon does that well enough to make it feel comfortable to play. And I think they do add extra things that make it feel like, okay, if I want to change up the battle and I want to, I want to be able to defend my, my teammates as they try to push forward to ink the floor, then maybe they're not the best at fighting other ink inklings, but they can be good at just painting, paint the floor, bro. Just keep moving up with me. I'm going to take my sniper out. And I'm going to kill these fools for you so we can get over here. And then I'm using my jetpack to get across and, and actually have man, man, maneuvering mechanics in the game. Like all of that is, is something that, you know, that's just missing in other games. And I still hold that. I still hold this game to a high degree. I just know that it's on this platform and it's not it's not it's not going to be engaged in that way outside of other diehard fans of Splatoon or Nintendo fans that I never want to interact with ever. So what do you, what do you do? Yeah. What? Uh from what I played of Splatoon 2, I do understand like how competitive it is cuz they have different modes, but the main point of Splatoon's core mode is not to just get the most skills. It's yeah. to dominate like the, the your floor. paint area yeah. on the, the level. So there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. Uh, and I don't think it, well, it is a kid oriented game, but it's not mechanically. It's not like simple. There's still a lot that you can do. It's kind of like, like Smash, bro. It's, I, that's how I put it. I put it in this realm of, it got enough things to be maneuvering to feel like smash to the point where people can play it and feel as if there is things to look out for. Like, but nobody wants to gravitate towards this game. I don't know why. I just think that it, I don't know if it's the art style they chose or what they chose to put in it, whatever the case may be, it did not hit. Um, and it's causing the game that is underneath it to be, it's like the opposite of Fortnite. The core game is is great. It's everything surrounding it that is is terrible. So uh, I don't know how to fix that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think part of the issue, like you say, is that it's on the Nintendo platform, and so those competitive, older competitive players and communities that form around it don't have what they need. But I'll, mm-hmm. I would also say it's the underlying infrastructure of like the game itself. Uh, part of that is Nintendo, but it's also like every Nintendo game is different. But like if I want to get on Mario Kart 8 right now with Jalen, can I party up with Jalen and Deontay and us three go online and race against other people? Probably not because like. Most of the time, Nintendo doesn't want you party up with people online. Or if they do, they only let you do it with one person. Or you can't go into random uh, match-made games with your party. Mm-hmm. If this was Fortnite or like a real free-to-play game with like that actually understands how to build an online infrastructure for a multiplayer game, then it would be successful. I don't think the Switch itself would hold it back but it does seem like nintendo doesn't care about building that online infrastructure because realistically you know they didn't have to make three splatoon games not necessarily saying that they're not adding new stuff but like let's say there were only two splatoon games and we're going to support this game for five six seven years and keep making the online better and better 
that doesn't seem like what they've been doing. And mm -hmm. I would expect Splatoon 3 to have much better multiplayer options than Splatoon 1. But it, being Nintendo, it might just be the same online options, just, you know, a new game. And that is kind of the problem. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't indulge with it because I know what it can be and I might play it on my all time if I have like if I have an interest to kind of play it I went out and bought a pro controller I, that that's what I bought a pro controller for it was for Spl Splatoon um I didn't even buy it for Zelda I just played Zelda on that normal thing I bought it for freaking Splatoon um and it I did, I'm disappointed in myself to be honest <laughs> just, <laughs> I gotta I gotta regret ever doing that but I really liked it I really enjoyed the game. Um, I couldn't get y'all to play it for the life of me. I mean, you tried, but it wasn't for you. I understand that. I just know that to find other like-minded people that want to play this game in this capacity, I would need to get off Nintendo platforms. So I just don't want to do it. Um, even if I wanted to play it in a casual format, I don't want to deal with Nintendo's system it's cumbersome, it's boring, it's um it just bothers me in a complete and totally all types of ways. It's just not not for me. So I I'm going to this is the first time ever that a game is going to lose simply because of what platform it's on. Um and that sucks because I even tried arms. Like I I gave arms a shot because it was <laughs> It was a game I thought was cool. Um, and it was fun. I, I had a lot of time. I had a lot of fun with it still. I still, I would think it's a fun game. I just know what it is. And I know what Nintendo does when you get attached to a game that could potentially have some type of competitive or, you know, strong scene where people want to play it. I have no idea how Smash survived. Um, it had to be bigger than life, to be honest. And... I think Smash is bigger than life, really, in a lot of different ways for this company. So, it survived on its own. But um, other games just can't do that. Other games that's new, it has to have the backing of the company in order for it to win. And if you don't have it, why am I putting my time or effort into it? So, that is I what, think that's when Smash came out. It was just a, it was a different Nintendo company, if that makes sense. But. Yeah, but they still did the same thing. I mean, honestly, the, the I think the times were different. It wasn't a lot of online play. It it built its presence off of local play. Splatoon is based on online play. They don't have that. Like like literally the 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 essence of Smash is is local. Like that is what it was. We were not we everybody had internet. We were kids. We were trying to figure out how to play a game that we enjoyed to play on our own together. So we played that together. We brought our controllers over one friend's house. We plugged it in. They, they did the four-player slots for a reason. They wasn't tripping like, you know, you had to go buy a multi-tap or whatever for like the PlayStation or whatever. <laughs> you had all those things there for you, and it was built off local play. That is smart because they know what we needed. They have never shifted when it came to the, the online stuff. They don't care. And that is the problem. Like, that is Nintendo's downfall to me. Um, and whatever they try to... It, I, I don't even know why they try to do any type of 
co-op or not co-op, but any type of online based games anymore because that's where they go to die. Like that is Nintendo is where they go to die. If you don't have the local side of it, there's no point of putting it on that console. Uh, ain't nobody playing Apex Legend on Nintendo Switch. Ain't nobody playing Fortnite really on Nintendo Switch unless, unless you that's all you got. <laughs> you a little kid, you don't know no better. That's fine. You don't know no better. But once you know better, you are gonna do better, and it ain't gonna never be Nintendo for no online stuff. So, I I hear what you're saying though. Yeah, it was a different time, and that time was local play. So, yeah. But they smart. That's what that's what really pissed me off. They smart. They're smart people. They're smart. They understand what it takes, and they still just neglect. So it really irritates me sometimes. But that is the downfall of the Splatoon Three. Regardless of how good the game can ever be, um, it's gonna still have to so have to answer the big Nintendo. Big Nintendo don't play. So that's what it is. Uh, but moving on. Oh, any last thoughts on Splatoon and the death of it <laughs> on the on Nintendo platforms? Any any other final thoughts? Uh, um, yeah, I'll say that. Um, it, what I played of it was fun. I've always been more interested in Nintendo games that have a interesting single player portion, um, mm-hmm. and then maybe I'll play the multiplayer stuff as well um, mm-hmm. because I think Nintendo is good at the single player stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. As long as Splatoon continues to have, because I know that they say they're going to support it for like a year, blah, 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 extra stuff. But like, as long as they can have good modes for people to play, I think that Splatoon is still a good game because even when the first one came out, people loved it. It's unique. It's different from any other kind of shooter. Oh, yeah. It would be nice if this game was more popular, but, you know, that is what it is. Uh, Yeah. But I think... Yeah, it, it's still an interesting game. Like I enjoyed the Salmon Run mold, uh, and it seems yeah. like they're expanding that. So, yeah, yeah maybe I think this it's a great one would game. be the one that takes off. But yeah, I think it's a great <laughs> game. I think it's a really great game. I think um, even the puzzles that they did for the boss fights in the you know the, the on two, where you had to like because they had a story mode, and this is like the finale of their story mode. They also had Salmon Run. That's when they introduced them to Salmon Run with the Horde mode. So this it's a great game. I'm not taking nothing away from it from that standpoint. Uh, I don't think it's a bad game. I'm saying it's never going to reach the potential that it could because of who it's being um, supported by. Um, that's all. So... But if you like I said, uh, if you want to check it out, it's coming out September 9th. Um, I think you're going to have a lot of fun regardless if you if you disagree or agree with me or not. Um, but just keep just just think about it. You know, when you when you're really playing that game, you're thinking about the people that are playing with you and understanding what it takes to party up and what it takes to really to, to thrive in a network based um, or on a on a internet based game, or on a, you know, think about that. Just think about what it takes and whether or not the the game has it. So that's all. Uh, but overall, I know we've shoot we hit time, people. Um, 
I wanted to kind of shout out Hogwarts real quick. Hogwarts Legacy. It's coming out. I'm trying to remember the date now and I can't remember. I think it's February. Shoot, 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 shoot. Probably late February, right? Yeah, it's like late February. Um, around that time. I just had it. What the heck happened? Um where are you, Hogwarts? Where are thou? Okay, it's coming out February tenth, two thousand twenty-three. Early February. Okay. Yeah, February tenth. Um, I'm a my brother's birthday. Yeah. Um, so it's coming out on February tenth, and I don't know. I'm really excited for the game. I just know I don't have the time to play it. I hopefully around that time I will. Um. I just want to go around and be a freaking wizard, to be honest with you. I just want to see what it's like. I want to see what they really do to make the game cool. I have no idea why they're even talking about the Nintendo Switch, but the Nintendo Switch does have a release date to be revealed in the upcoming soon. So if you're a Nintendo Switch person that only has that, you have the ability to play this game, which is amazing to me. Like, that's a feat. So... Be on the lookout for that. Uh, but yeah, I've been really interested in taking a look at this game and like kind of getting more details on it. It's obviously one of those games that um, it's one of those games that I highly anticipated. People were talking about it, and um, I know I don't know if this is the same Avalanche that I'm thinking of, but it's a company by the name of Avalanche Software that is making the game. I don't know if that's the Avalanche that does like the Just Causes and did like mad max i have i'm kind of don't know but that is a wb game and you know wb and mad max go together too so this might be the same company i don't know uh but that is the person that's making it and it looks really good it looks like a next gen game simply based off of mechanics fluidity um but you know there's cracks there too I don't really care about that. What I care about is whether or not they gonna let me really get the full Hogwarts experience, um, which I feel like they have a really good idea of what people want. Um, I was never the biggest Harry Potter fan. I always liked their movies. I never read the books. Um, so I don't really have much stake in making sure everything is one-to-one If like, and in this comic book, you had, you had this happen. Like, I, I don't really care. But I feel like they do. And <laughs> as long as they do, I know I'm going to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same thing with uh, Shadow of Mordor and stuff like that. It's just like I didn't know much about that game, but I know the game was good. So as long as the game's good, I think we can have a good time. Uh, was you guys... Or, I don't know. Did you, I don't even know. I never asked you guys this. Do y'all did y'all like Harry Potter? Did y'all actually watch the Harry Potter films? My bad. Um, I am older, and I don't like Harry Potter anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I did see all the movies, and I actually in school we had to re- always have like a book to read and write a book report. So I read, end up reading all the Harry Potter books. Um, but oh, I, I just feel like it just too. doesn't age well. Um, Don't hit the same, man. <laughs> yeah. 
but I mean, it, it the game itself looks cool, and I can understand the appeal of it because like having the school where like different places to explore. Cause the school itself is like a maze, all these oh. spells you can learn and stuff like that. It could be a, a cool setting, um, but uh, it's not really so far. The game itself is not hitting for me because I also don't like bully. Like the game Bully or any other like school based games. Really, you don't like Bully? Yeah, interesting. No, because <laughs> like I didn't. I don't like having even Persona. I don't really enjoy the class part of it where you gotta like um, do the... get up your certain stats so you can pass uh, the test and stuff like that. Um, hmm. But yeah, I thought that was. I thought it was a little tight. I thought it was like well, something you always had to think about in the Persona is a little easier because you can just go yeah. grind and fight, but in Bully, you got to do like a lot more at, to actually pass the test, and I just just didn't look like it. Oh yeah, remember when you had to like remember? I I used to look it up online. I was like, bro, what is the words? Like the English one was the most annoying. It was like you had to like make the words out of the like little letters that they give you. And I was like, bro, I don't know these words, but I you, you could pass, but I wanted to hundred percent. I was I wanted to be a student, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember pausing that game and and looking up stuff to try to figure it out, and uh, yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, I'm gonna keep it a book. I ain't I ain't watch Harry Potter. Um, never cared to watch childhood, it. Y'all. Yeah, no childhood. Okay. No, I had a childhood. I just ain't want to watch a dude live under some stairs and get bullied by his family going to a different world. Like I'm like I'm cool. Bro. Yeah, so, so I seen some the, of it. So you saw the trailers. Nah, I seen some of the I remember we so one of my brothers had rented or something. I was watching, I was just like, man, I'm finna cut this off, bro. <laughs> I'm finna go do something else like play Dragon Ball Z Budokai, bro. I'm not finna watch this. <laughs> I do not care. Oh man, you hear the, the disrespect, man. I get it. I I liked. I still like Harry Potter. I don't like. I didn't I think I watched it. the last time I watched it was in twenty seventeen. I watched it all again in twenty seventeen with uh, my wife because she never saw it either. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's something. It's not like the the greatest thing. Like if you go back to. <laughs> I don't want to go back down to the terrible movies we were excited about, but I remember faithfully going to each opening for uh, <laughs> Breaking. What is the name of the stupid movie? What was the name of those movies? Um, was it Breaking Dawn? No, it wasn't Breaking Dawn. Twilight? Uh, not, yes, Twilight. Twilight, all those movies, I remember faithfully going to each one. Um, yeah. And I and and that was in college. Jesus Christ! So yeah, um, yeah. I don't really like book movies because I mean, the quality is all over the place. But stuff like uh, what's the Hunger Games and stuff like that. Or it's yep. like, what's the Hunger I think Games maybe show? they might fit better as a TV show, but the movies it just never hit for me. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't think y'all miss much. I think Harry Potter is a f- is it's like one of those fantasticals where it's like. It's it falls into that Lord of Rings space where it's like the world is more interested in the characters itself. Um, so, um, and that's always been my opinion on a lot of the like world building like esque stuff. Like even in Game of Thrones, I thought the world was bigger than the, the characters. Um, but you know, 
I still want to see where they take it and what they do next. And I would love to play a game based in that world. So I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, based off these answers, I'm assuming neither one of you will. But, yeah, I think um, it's for somebody out there, right? February 10th, people, you guys can play to your heart's content. You can get your wands. You can get your fantastical beast. Uh, go class. Skip class. Fight off the uh, bad guys and have some fun. But yeah, that's pretty much Hogwarts. I ain't got much else on it. I'm still excited for it. Um, but that is pretty much it. We are on the way out of time and went over a little bit. But I want to thank you guys for listening. If you got to this part of the podcast, I really appreciate you listening for sure. You're the OG. Um, we will be talking to you guys here shortly. I want to thank you for listening as always. But until next time, people, you keep it easy, keep it breezy, and, you know, stay beautiful like cover girls. Peace.